Welcome to another episode of The Crown and Spear. I'm your host, Dean Litchfield, and this is my co-host... Gary Litchfield. And we got another fantabulous episode for you today. A fantabulous? Yes. I'm glad it's going to be fantabulous. You sure? Absolutely. Yeah. It still sounds weird on this mic. I don't know why. I don't know. It um, should be the same old thing. It should be. not changed anything. Yeah. Okay. I think we sound the same. Maybe it's just your ears today. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe I got them on backwards. Okay. Um. So... <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> well, it ended up being a, a different week than normal. Uh, as I was on my way to work the other day, my boss called. Turned out she got COVID and couldn't come to work. Mm. And so instead of just working my two days, I had to work four days, which knocked me out of the farmer's market on Friday up in Mount Airy. Yeah. Uh, but um, we made up for that at the market on Saturday. Uh, we sold more than we've sold in a long time. Uh, kind of double what we usually make, so that was pretty cool. That's good. Uh, God provided. We thank him for doing that. And uh, we got to make some more stuff. If you remember the uh, picture we had out here one day of the uh, mushroom house, as I called it, with the gnome. It was, a, I guess, a gnome house that looked like a mushroom. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it sold. That was a, a good thing. And, uh, um, one of our, two of our birdhouses that we had made recently, uh, sold. Yeah. And some other things. I can't remember all the stuff, but we had um, some other stuff that went out. You had a gnome that sold? Yes. Another gnome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we even brought that gnome in here. I don't think he ever made it to the show. Probably not. So, yeah. uh, but it was, well, Say he was the same as the one on Walker Stick, and I don't know if we've ever made it in there. Uh, and I finally got Bigfoot carved. Now I got to clean him up a little bit and uh, put some stain on him so he looks dark like a Bigfoot, as if there really are Bigfoot. <laughs> there could be. <laughs> My hope is that they are. You know, there's people all over the place that go back and forth about Bigfoot, whether they're real or not real, and all that. And uh, uh, it, my hope is that they are, you know, I mean, I don't know that they are. It could be a big hoax that everybody's played for hundreds of years. Uh, cause people have talked about them way, way, way back then. Uh, and, and I know it's one of my quirky things, but whatever I'm driving down the road, when I can go by a field or something, I try to glance over, is one crossing out there somewhere? You, you, never, know. you never know. Yeah. Where's Bigfoot? You could have your own little Bigfoot story. That's right. Join in with it, and then everybody yeah. called me a nut, too. <laughs> well, we do that anyways. But yeah. I, I know. It's it's one of the, the facts of life there. But anyway, uh, I sound differently all of a sudden. It sounded like the voice just changed. It did. <laughs> it, like it just disappeared out of there for a minute. <laughs> I think you've given our little machine here a virus, and it's switching back and forth between our headsets. I don't know. It, <laughs> it just sounds weird. Uh, anyways. Uh, anyway, so those were some of the events of the week. Um, and then, of course, working on our little lesson for today. And I had to, I guess I'll bring it up when I get to the lesson. I changed the title of it about four different times, uh, trying to figure out how I wanted to pro project what these particular verses are talking about. So we'll get that in a few minutes and see which one I actually came up with. Right. So anyway, that's... Do you want to get on with our other stuff? Sure. Let's go into this. There's where you find us on Alexa, iHeartRadio, Rumble. I always want to say Ramble. Rumble, Spotify, and YouTube. That was one of the complications I had this week. I was trying to make those into a scroll uh, that yes. they would roll past the screen. 
and uh, the thing that I tried didn't work. So then I found one that worked for names. So I punched in a whole bunch of stuff for our names to scroll by on the screen, and it went about halfway and stopped, and it wouldn't go away. So uh, by the time of uh, doing the show here, I decided to give up and go back to it later. Maybe next week. You'll see how to scroll. <laughs> we'll see. There's, there is a way somewhere in PowerPoint to do it, and I just have not been able to get it to where it'll finish the whole roll. It, it starts going and then stops. So there, there's a method there somewhere. But anyway, that's that's what was there. And of course, where do they talk to us at? The Crown and Spear at gmail.com. And don't forget to share, 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 and ring the bell. You gonna ring the bell today? You no, can have the proof. You're not. Did you hide the bell? No, it's no, back it's there. The Get the cowbell. There it is. Yeah. We rung the bell. I love the cowbell. You, you, you People should. don't realize that it's only on a shelf temporary. Normally it's hanging around your neck so I can find you. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard to find me. Uh anywho. So um with that said, let's go to our first commercial break. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. back i hope everybody enjoyed that little break i did it still sounds weird <laughs> <laughs> maybe you washed your hair and it cleaned your ears out or something my ears are perfectly fine <laughs> thank you okay you know what i did with during that break what did you do this time i went for a hike you went for a hike yeah and while i was hiking i was like yeah i'm gonna take a break in that break while i'm hiking and i leaned against a big boulder yeah yeah and guess who came across me i have no idea he's straight across from me Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock. Yeah, because you were leaning against the boulder. It wasn't him, huh? No, but I mean, it really put in perspective being between a rock and a hard place. Oh no! But you know, the rock couldn't stay long. He had a roll. Yes. So yes. Was it a downhill roll? No. Well, you know, rock and roll. <laughs> so, but I did not take that situation for granted. Good. Yeah. <laughs> How long is this going to go on? You got any more lines to throw in there? <laughs> end it right there. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. Your adventures. Yep. You have to put that into another book form, The Adventures of Stephen on Breaks. Yeah. It'd be a small book. <laughs> a small book. Anyways. Oh, well. Okay. We ready then? Sure. We'll get into it. Guess where we're going to today? We're going to First John 2, 7 through 11. Oh, yeah. It's the next section from where we were the last time. I don't remember. And I put the, finally the idea of consistency. Oh, well. <laughs> I just proved that wasn't consistency because I didn't remember. You didn't even remember. 
Um, I took a nap since then. That's right. There, there, there's. Uh, well, we only have a few verses here. You know, seven through eleven, just a couple verses. Uh-huh. Um, but some of the things it says there, it's got all kind of different little slants that you could go on. But this is the one that I thought about the most. Consi- what's consistency mean? You- to consistently do something. That's right. So you're going to use the word in the definition, are you, instead of defining it? <laughs> well, you know, like uh, like having a routine. There you, you know, go. There we go. Uh, so you have something that you constantly do in your routine, and you're showing consistency by doing that. There you go. It's It's things that don't really change. Our world is a world of change. Everybody's not always for consistency. It's like, what's the latest and greatest thing that came out? You know, how can I do something different with this that I didn't do with the last whatever it was? You know, one of the things that drives me crazy, and I don't have one, I probably would never, ever pay the price for it, is the iPhones. Um, I mean, every, what, six months they come out with a new one, you got to spend another $1,000 to get whatever it does, you know, for a little bit. Uh, Why wasn't the previous one okay? (laughs) <laughs> what got new about it that no. that we, we normally when we get our phones we uh use them until they pretty much die and then yeah 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 only get a new one when it dies i yeah. think they actually programmed that in at some point that's <laughs> somewhere two three years down the road it goes like, and it's gone but if iphone <laughs> would like to sponsor us we'll stop talking bad about you <laughs> <laughs> that or, you know, like android or something I don't know. that's right okay well let's get back to where we are First John 2, 7 through 11, consistency, and let's take a look at verse 7 first. Dear friends, I, that, we just cut out there again. Did you hear that? Yeah. Dear friends, I am not, and I had to underline the word not because I kept going past that when I was reading. Are you back to my volume off a little bit? I'm just adjusting, adjusting the gain. Adjusting the gain. Okay, so people can't hear me. Uh, oh, I people am, can hear me. Trust me. <laughs> I am not writing you a new command. But an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard. Uh-huh. Now, there's a lot of different things there, and we're going to look at the idea of this idea of consistency. Uh, just because something's been around for a while doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, there's things that are you know been around for ever and ever. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean they're no longer important. They're important to look at. We were watching. Um, what was it, Fox and Friends, and Pete Hogsett, I, wanted, I almost messed his name up there, I think I said it right, has written a book. Huh? Hexed. Maybe I did say it wrong. Whatever, Pete <laughs> wrote a book, and he was talking about his book, and part of what he talk, was talking about in this book is the importance of a Christian classical education, and going back to basics, and looking at stuff that that our modern education has kind of just dropped out to things that by understanding some of these classical things you have a critical mind that thinks through what everything is so you don't just say oh okay that's the newest thing and that's the latest greatest thing we're going to do that but being able to evaluate and think through and understand and understand background behind things and stuff like that and so it was kind of cool the way he brought up he had brought some students one to the show through the you know camera type thing they weren't there at the studio uh but they were all from a uh, christian school that had this classical form of education and it uh, it was really pretty cool to listen to um culture is always like well you know give me the latest and greatest i need the new and improved you know like we were talking about the phone there a while ago um 
we have to think about what is things that are true, things that are real, things that stay consistent throughout. Because the scriptures, let's face it, they've been around for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of people that are always trying to change them. Uh, and again, I guess it's just the nature of things. People are always coming up with a new <laughs> translation of the Bible. And they sometimes change some words in them. Because uh, as we've stated on here before, there is no exact word-for-word translation from the old Greek and Hebrew into English or any other language. You have to hit something that's consistent. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, one of the ones I've used for years is the NIV or the New International Version. I started with that back in college days and uh, kind of stuck with it through the years. And, of course, lately they've been using, uh, a lot of people use the ESV, the English Standard Version. Mm-hmm. And then we've mentioned this before, there are paraphrases out there like the Living Bible and the Message and the Phillips and different ones like those are paraphrases. It's just kind of like, well, this is what I believe it means, so I'm going to tell you my words. Um, and some of those are good. It helps to bring meaning and understand something a little different. You know, so there's a lot of stuff out there that, that changes, and yet we've got to always go back to the root of God's word and stick with it and what it says and means. And again, sometimes you have to do that by looking at different versions to kind of catch how people have translated some of the different places. And so... I, uh, for example here, the word beginning here, okay? When I first was just reading this passage, and I'll go back over here to it and pick it up on it, it says, you know, I'm not giving you an old one, but uh, it says, which you have had since the beginning. And my first thought was the beginning, beginning, you know, back at, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But as I looked at this more, he was talking about uh, the advent of christ coming into the world Mm -hmm. and the people taking the idea of christianity to everyone in every nation not just to the jews and so which it does old testament too but you don't hear it back there as much but uh the beginning is when you know that he's talking about here is when christ arrived on the scene and started teaching people about himself and what they should do as christians Okay, so this beginning is when Jesus is here, uh, when they first come to understand him, and they are he. One of the key things he taught them is to love one another. Okay, Mm -hmm. so here's another thing out of John thirteen thirty four and thirty five. Jesus says, "A new command I give you." Love one another. And that doesn't mean he didn't teach that in the Old Testament. It's there. You can go back and find all kind of passages about doing that, okay? Uh, but he's he's kind of giving them an emphasis here to make a stronger point about how people who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ need to love one another. And so he says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. Now, there's an important phrase right there. We need to study a lot about how Jesus loved us. Um, And just, I mean, the thing that blows my mind is he's God, okay? And as God, who is infinite, eternal, unchangeable, you know, one of our catechism things says, who is God? It says, infinite, eternal, unchangeable, and his being, wisdom, power, holiness, justice, and truth. And I think I left something out of there, several phrases about him to kind of describe who God is. Um, And so with God being all those things, uh, we need to understand those and follow him and see what he says. But here, 
uh, the new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So that infinite God who is, you know, a spirit in the sense that we, you know, we, we talk about the Holy Spirit many, but, you know, one of the things we say, God is a spirit. Um, he decided to take on flesh and come and be born like we're born. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, back as we celebrate Christmas, we always talk about that. Okay. Um, so he came into the world to do that and became flesh. And that kind of blows my mind, you know, that God would become one of us, but he did it so he could save us and bring us eternal salvation. So, you know, he says, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. So when we start thinking about how did he love us, I mean, he gave up heaven. <laughs> he gave up that infinity of, you know, a, a being that is spirit and not bound by flesh and blood and took on flesh and blood, mm-hmm. confined in a body of Jesus Christ. Uh, and then he did that in order to come here, live on this earth for 30, 33 years. We, you know, approximate, we know ages, you know. And, uh, and then to allow himself to be put on a cross, to die, put in a grave, but then to come back to life. I don't know about too many human beings I know who would be willing to do that for another person. You know, I mean, you do hear some military guys are willing to lay their life on the line for somebody else. You know, you hear of a place where, you know, somebody threw a grenade at a group of guys and one guy just jumps on top of it. You know, mm-hmm. he dies, but the whole crew saved, you know. Uh, but it's much, much bigger with Jesus, you know, um, so that he wants us to learn to love others like he loved us. And so think of the consistency of that if we were consistent on loving one another like Christ loved us. As human beings, we're pretty inconsistent most of the time. <laughs> we, true. We're always doing different things, Okay. Uh, let me read the next verse there. It says, by this, everyone will know. And I underlined the no just to make it stand out to me. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Think how different everything would be if we actually loved each other the way Christ loved us. And we're consistent at it. Uh, you know, we've joked about this for years. Drive down any road, pretty much anywhere around this country, and you'll find a church. <laughs> Why is there so many of them? You know, uh, you know, churches and people in churches have a trouble with getting along sometimes. You know, yeah. it's like follow me instead of Christ, and and I, I've got a different way of doing this, and you'll be better off if you do what I tell you to do. You know, well, I mean, like you even hear about the churches that uh, end up splitting apart, and yeah, you know, one going one way, one going the other. There's always been all kind of jokes about that, that, and they use it in almost every denomination. You know, what is your your course of evangelism and church growth? Well, we get together, can't get along, so we split and make two churches. <laughs> You know, and it happens all the time, you know, that those things are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and there used to, used to even be a, a joke about a guy that was alone marooned on an island. And uh, somebody finally found him. They come up and he had three little churches there. And they're like, well, you know, why did you need three <laughs> churches? He said, well, you know, we had a doctrinal issue there. So we built the second one and then we couldn't get along with one another. So we built the third one. And it's just one guy, you know. So, you know, it's kind of our nature. We we follow different ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But if we thought about being more consistent in our Christian behavior and our love for one another, following this commandment of Christ, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, and this, that's cute, I underlined that too, by this everyone will know that you are my disciples. What a way to make people know that we're his disciples, by how we love other people and be consistent in that love. Mm-hmm. As human being Christians, we mess that up a lot, and we got to work on doing it. Much, much better job at it. Then verse 8, yet I am writing you a new command. And then it sounds like it's the old command, but it's new command. It's refreshing ourselves again. It's true to see, I mean, I lost my place. It's It's truth is seen in him and in you because the darkness uh, is passed away and the true light is already shining. Uh, Who's the true light? Jesus. Absolutely. Jesus is always the right answer, right? Sure. I won't get into another little short story there that I remember on that thing. But anyhow, um, the truth is in him. It's seen in him, and there's no darkness in him. I mean, there's a huge difference between light and darkness. Mm-hmm. Wherever light is, there isn't darkness. You know, and if the light's gone, well, then darkness takes over. And uh, and then if you kind of use that as an analogy for just about anything that's out there, uh, darkness is usually linked to things that are evil, wrong, uh, things that are separated from God, uh, that aren't consistent, that are you know divided in so many different ways. Uh, so uh, he says, you know, I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in Him and in you. People need to see it in us. We need to study what that truth is. Uh, go through the Gospels over and over and over. You know, I mean, all the scriptures, but the Gospels is where we, you know, see Christ as the human being here on earth, but still God. I mean, he's the God-man. He's both consistently at the same time. Uh, but go back and read about him. See the type of things he did. People are today, these days, are always, well, you know, what would Jesus do? And we ought to do what Jesus did. Well, the only way we're going to do that is to read it and study it and ponder it and think about it, go through it, you know, uh, and remember that what he's teaching us is the commands of God that we are to follow and and to do those things that he has for us. So verse 9, anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother or sister is still in darkness. Now, what's the difference here between light and darkness? Ponder that for just a moment. Well, I don't, I don't really understand what you mean, but what's the difference between... Okay, if he says here, anyone who claims to be in the light, what's it okay. mean to be in the light? Okay, to, to you know, say that you're in communion with Jesus. Okay, you, you've you accepted him yeah. as your Lord and Savior. Okay. You're following what he says. You're studying his word. Uh-huh. You are in him. Okay. okay, and of course there's other passages that talks about him in us. Yes. Okay. Uh, so if anyone claims to be in the light and yet hates his brother or sister, he's still in the darkness. So what's so, that darkness referred to there? Well, then I'm assuming that means that he's lying about being in the light. That yeah. If, if you can't love your brothers and sisters in Christ here and now, then you don't have the light of Christ in you. Yes. That is a telling sentence. 
I mean, think about how poorly a lot of people get along with one another. And uh, folks who, you know, will say they, that they're a certain way or feel a certain way about somebody and then treat them like dirt, you know? Well, if you can't treat brothers and sisters with love and be consistent about it, then you might have to look at yourself and say, am I really uh, with Christ? Am I, do I really have the light in me? Am I following what he has commanded us to do? You always think about, again, using military terms, you know, people who that follow orders. You know, you get a command from a commanding officer, you're to obey it, you know, uh, and do it when they say do it. <laughs> um, and if you don't, you get probably a pretty good punishment of some sort. You know, if a commanding officer says, you know, do this, follow, you know, whatever it might be, we're going to take that hill, you know, and we're going to go at it or, you know, we're going to do this. I can't even think of a good illustration. I'm not a good military person, but I appreciate their work, but I'm not, you know, I watch a lot of the military shows and so forth. But anyway, if you give a command, you have to follow the command. And you, I think uh, from what I can remember, you know, in, in boot camp or in a basic training, that's one of the things they do during that time is to teach you to follow orders and commands. I remember my brother, uh, I don't know whether he ever watches our show or not, but I, he went into the uh, Air Force. And uh, for each grade of hyphen commands, there were different colors of things that they might have. And I don't know how that worked, but I remember him talking about it. Mm -hmm. And so one day uh, as he was uh, going around, um, he and, and this is part of the continuing story. They were going to the mess hall to eat, and he went in through the door and forgot to take his hat off. <laughs> and there, there's two stories here to go together. One was he got in there, and the guy called him for having his hat on. They were supposed to take it off when they went inside, mm -hmm. and so he had to stand up next to his end of his table and have his hat off. What was it? I think it's what it was. And he'd have to say, shouting out for everybody in the room to hear, my head is cold. Put that on, take it off. My head is cold. And he had to do it for like 15 minutes. Lost most of his eating time, you know. Uh, and so the idea was I gave you an order, which was don't enter that room with your cap on, you know. Mm -hmm. And number two, you know, you're going to be somewhat obedient. You're going to have to stand inside a room and look like an idiot for 15 minutes while you're shouting my head is cold. And then it was another guy. That's where I was going with the other one with the color. Uh, there, the guy was heading again to go into some building and there was a brick sitting there and it, I think it had the color red on it or something. And there was another higher ranking guy that was leading them in and he stopped this guy. He was a friend of ours. And he said, you didn't salute that brick. You know, it's, it was the color of the commanding group, whatever it was, you know, and he kind of looked at it and he had to lay down on the ground, take that brick and go brick and stand it up. Brick at ease and lay it down. And he had to do it for like a half hour, <laughs> just laying on the ground, yelling at this brick. You know. But again, it was the idea of teaching you there are things you do. Yeah. There are commands you follow. You know. And one of the things, that guy, he eventually became a captain. And uh, he said it was to teach you that on that snap of a 10, huh, that everybody <laughs> jumped at that point at ease, lay down, you know. And it, 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 you know, you think of it as being ridiculous and embarrassing somebody, but it made you learn the respect of how you do things. Mm -hmm. God gives us things all the time in his word that we are supposed to follow and command and do. And he says, anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother 
or sister is still in darkness. He's telling you straight out forward here, get your act together. If you can't be loving to other believers, you're not a Christian. <laughs> so follow this, okay? So that's where I was saying the consistency. We're going to say, hey, I'm a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And one day I'm saying, hey, Steve, oh, buddy, how you doing? And they say, you bum, why don't you get away from me? I can't stand your guts. You know, that's almost how people do. And we got to follow consistency in our beliefs and understanding of the word of God and what Jesus told us to come and do. And so verse 10 says, anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light. Mm -hmm. So that means you're part of Christ. Mm -hmm. You're doing it. You're demonstrating the reality of what is in you and it's coming out by things flying around. You're swatting at things I don't even see. Uh, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. Mm-hmm. And there's something interesting. We don't like to stumble. I mean, I've tripped over things, stumble, fall, it hurts. <laughs> but in your Christian belief, your stumbling means you, you run into something you're not being consistent with. And you got to get away from that and get back to the smooth path again. Okay. Following, yeah. like we're using all kinds of analogies here and stuff. Okay. But, you know, anyone who's, you know, loving their brother and sister, they're living in the light. And then the last slide here is, but anyone who hates a brother or sister is in darkness and walks around in darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. You want your spiritual life to grow? Get out of the darkness. (laughs) Get back to the light. Be consistent. Follow what God says. All the time, not to just those who make you happy and please you, but get together with those that you're supposed to be doing stuff with and let that light shine. Mm -hmm. So a commandment, Jesus has said to us, is that we are supposed to be in light. But to show that, love your brothers and sisters. How? Just like he did. That's a tremendous responsibility to stick to. We struggle with it, but hey... It's something we got to work with. Jesus gave us a command. He's our commanding officer. He said, do this. So there we are. That's a whole lot to run through in just a few minutes. But uh, that's our lesson for the day. Okay. I got a little loud and talking there from some of the points. But it's something that strikes me at my heart to try to be consistent. And I know I'm not always consistent. But I recognize it. I know there was this week. There was a couple times... Things popped in my head that I thought, that's not a right Christian thought. And I remember just stopping and saying, Jesus, close my eyes and pray. Just, Jesus, help me be more consistent. That is not an appropriate Christian thought to have. And help me with it, Lord. And then, you know, some other time it popped up again. Lord, I'm really trying not to you know do that kind of thing. Make me think correct. Give your spirit the help to, to you know, have your spirit to help me. Uh, follow you and see what I'm supposed to do. Don't think, and a lot of it has to do with junk that's in the news and all, and I get upset with some of those people and have some mean, angry thoughts about them. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. Um, But, you know, as believers, when we see what we're doing is wrong, change it. And if you don't see that you're in the wrong, then you're probably not saved. And you need to get right with Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds good. Um, how about we do our prayer? Absolutely. And then we'll go on. Father, thank you for your scripture that reminds us 
about how we're supposed to live and who we are and who we belong to. Thank you that Jesus came into this world and he told us to love one another as you have loved us. And you've also told us that if we're not doing it, we're living in darkness. We are separated from the light. Father, help us to prove who we are by how we live and do the right thing. So we ask for your grace. We ask for your Holy Spirit who is in us to guide our every thought and action and help us to be more consistent in what we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody, we'll be back after this brief little commercial break. everybody enjoyed that break i did did you enjoy that break? absolutely i had a blast you did i'm, I'm <laughs> glad you did you know what i did during the break tell me about it <laughs> i went back on the hiking trail the same one with the rock yeah but then i came across this one clearing uh-huh and off in the little distance to this clearing there was these three guys over there uh-huh one of them was uh george w bush I don't know if they're not. He, he was sitting there, and then there was this other guy. Uh, the other two were uh, some Native Americans. Uh-huh. So one of them was, you know, kept walking around George Bush while he kept smacking the ground with a stick. Uh-huh. And I said to, to the other guy, "What y'all doing?" He said, "We're just, you know, be, you know beating the bush, you know, beating around the bush, be, beating around the bush." You missed the I line. Missed the line. <laughs> you had all that build up, and you lost the line. <laughs> uh. We're definitely leaving that in. <laughs> so. Beating around the bush. Beating around the bush. <laughs> I worked on that so much. I bet you did. <laughs> and then you bombed it right there at the end. Anywho. It was funnier that way. <laughs> it's true. That's why we're leaving it in. Um, so. Getting else you want to this? I don't know. We got a few things about where to find things. So here I, I blew them up so people can see it bigger. There you are is with your face Saint red. It is. Oh my gosh! You were laughing too much. Push your blood pressure up or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's your Saint Life Entertainment. Yes. It's a nice color picture on my screen, and it, it doesn't look that way over there. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, there is the. Uh, Saint Life merch, and if you put that whole blue line in one line, you can get yes. all the wording. I try to in make the, it bigger so you can see it. And the link is down below. It's so. down there. Hit yeah. it in the link. And then, of course, there is Stephen TV, the real Stephen TV. TV. And then don't forget about the Woodchuck yes. with Facebook. And I still haven't put it on there that it's on Instagram. One of these days, I might remember to add that to the list. Well, uh, I did put the. Well, it's actually not links, but I put where. They are on the description down below. Okay, so you so can always like copy and paste if you want copy to. And paste. It's there somewhere. You can find it. And you can see all those things that we make. Uh, and uh, we did have a good weekend this past weekend. But like I said, mm-hmm. people, several people come by and talked about that gnome house that looked like a mushroom. 
And uh, one girl actually said, I don't have money, but I'm going to come back and buy that. And then she left, and about a half hour later, a lady came up and bought it. Uh, so uh, well, you we might have to one. make another one of those. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, those are some. They were some cool things, and uh, we've had that uh, gourd bowl here before uh, with the uh, autumn. Not well, I started to say autumn leaves. They were oak leaves. Yes. And uh, many, many people looked at that, and nobody bought it yet. But uh, people looked at that. Yeah. Uh, So had a lot of good comments, and then one lady come by, and I I know we've shown it on here. You might have to put a slide up. Uh, one of the signs I did had the words Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound from the song. Yes. And uh, it was on one of those oak boards, nice and pretty. And a lady came up just towards the end. We were almost ready to close up. And she turned around and looked at it. She said, that's my absolute favorite song. I got to have that. Mm-hmm. And she bought it. And mm-hmm. so that, that kind of rounded out our day with a really nice amount to finish up the day. That's good. So I uh, might have to make another one of those now, or another one. I've been I, one of my father's favorite hymns was the old rugged cross, uh-huh. and so I thought about taking one of the boards and putting the old rugged cross, and one of the lines says, "Has a wondrous attraction to me," and okay. then put a little cross on each end. Mm-hmm. I thought that would look really cool. That you know the cross of Christ, there's an attraction to it because that's where He died for our sins. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the cross of Christ is an important part of our our religion and our relationship with Him. Uh, he died there. Now the other part would be the tomb. He came back alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's one of the lines I thought about putting up on another one because that was one of my father's favorite favorite hymns. Okay. All right. And uh, quick reminder: we also got the donation link. It's in the description down below, and it's also in the about section. And then uh, don't forget to check out uh, the real Stephen TV, which you know Dad showed you a little clip with, or earlier. Yeah. And um, so that's about it. That's Anything it. Else? All right. We're pretty much done. Okay. Well, for all of us here at the Crown and Spear, I'm your host Stephen Litchfield, and this is my co-host Gary Litchfield. And we'll catch you next time. Y'all have a good week, folks. <laughs>